Don't be afraid. Lock the doors. Turn out the lights. And climb into bed. It's time for Hillbilly Dead Time Stories. The existence of ghosts is a huge controversy in today's society. Some believe that there's no way that a spirit can make itself appear in front of a person, and some believe that spirits show up on a regular basis in people's lives. There's a lot of so-called evidence that's been gathered over the years, mostly personal accounts, that continues to prove the existence of ghosts. Some kinds of evidence that prove ghosts exist are photographs, personal experiences, and new scientific evidence. Many photographs have been taken over the years where a ghost has shown up in a picture. Most people do not notice the ghost at the time, but the ghost later shows up in the print. When seeing the photo, most people will try to disprove the photo by attempting to recreate the picture. These people will usually find that the photo cannot be recreated. A good example is the Tulip Staircase Ghost. In what is perhaps the most remarkable ghost photograph ever taken, shrouded figures are seen to climb the famous Tulip Staircase in one of the buildings at the National Maritime Museum in Greenwich, England. The photo was taken by a retired clergyman and his wife in 1966. The museum building in question is the lovely Queen's House. The structure was conceived and built by the noted 17th century architect Inigo Jones for King James I, Queen Anne of Denmark. It was eventually completed and dedicated to Henrietta Maria, Queen of King Charles I after the monarch ascended to the throne. Throughout the long history of this handsome building, there is no notation of its official records that it is, nor has ever been, haunted by ghostly apparitions. Unofficially, however, there is evidence that it is. One official who worked for many years in the Queen's house has said that there are stories of a strange figure being seen in a tunnel underneath the pavement just outside the building. A former custodian admitted that he has heard footsteps in various parts of the Queen's house, which he cannot logically explain. In addition, an ex-warder at the Maritime Museum has said that he has often seen mysterious figures that seem to hover around the famed Tulip Staircase. One of the main tourist attractions at the Queen House, the staircase is so named for the sculpted tulip designs in the iron banister work. In summer of 1966, it was precisely in the vicinity of the tulip staircase that an amazing occurrence took place. A retired Canadian clergyman and his wife, the Reverend and Mrs. R. W. Hardy, had been visiting the Maritime Museum during the regular hours. While taking the tour through the Queen's house, they were so impressed with the stately beauty of the Tulip Staircase that they decided to photograph it. 
Mr. Hardy stood ready with his camera, but had to wait for several minutes until it was clear of tourists and people working in the building. But Reverend Hardy was a patient man, and before long, the moment arrived. The staircase was deserted, and he snapped his picture of it. When the Hardys returned to Canada, the clergyman had the roll of film developed at a local shop. When the pictures were ready, the Hardys began looking through them. When they came across the one of the presumably vacant tulip staircase, they gazed at it in complete bewilderment. Two ghostly figures shrouded in white appeared distinctly upon the print. One of the cowled phantoms was climbing the staircase with his left hand on the railing. The hand had a large ring on one of its fingers. Just ahead of this figure was another that was less clear, but with a hand also grasping the railing. Neither Reverend Hardy nor his wife had ever had much interest in ghost or psychic matters. Indeed, they had never believed in such things. However, they could not deny the existence of the eerie phantoms in their photograph. They both thought that they should report the occurrence to someone, but who? Finally, the Hardys decided to send the picture to the Ghost Club, a famous London organization founded in 1862 which investigates hauntings and other occult phenomenon. In London, authorities at the Ghost Club were much intrigued by the clergyman's remarkable photograph. Immediately, the club began a thorough investigation, both of the story and of the picture. The photo was submitted to experts at the Kodak Company, who testified that no manipulation of the actual film could have occurred. Furthermore, officials at the Queen's House corroborated the Hardy story that there had been nobody on the staircase when the picture was snapped, and also that Reverend Hardy had taken the photo during daylight hours. The only logical conclusion Ghost Club researchers could reach was that two persons, or apparitions of them, had been on the stairs at the instant Reverend Hardy had exposed the film. In 1967, the Hardys again visited England. At this time, they were questioned exhaustively by an official of the Ghost Club, whose judgment was that the clergyman and his wife were people of the highest integrity and incapable of fraud or trickery. At a later date, arrangements were made for the members of the Ghost Club to conduct an all-night ghost watch at the Queen's house. All of their latest equipment for investigating psychic phenomena was brought into play. Controls were set up in strategic locations along the Tulip Staircase for recording atmospheric conditions with thermometer readings being taken every few minutes. Sensitive sound recording devices were activated to run continuously. Still cameras using both standards and infrared film were set up to cover all angles of the staircase. Movie cameras were set rolling. Delicate instruments were set up to show drafts and vibrations, and the stair rail was coated with petroleum jelly and later checked for fingerprints. During their vigil that night, Club investigators tried to tempt the ghost by remaining silent for long periods and plunging the Queen's house into total darkness. Communication with the alleged spirits was also attempted by automatic writing, a Ouija board, and table tipping, but these endeavors failed to turn up anything. Nevertheless, the Ghost Club did get some results that night. Among these were the recorded sounds of muttering, footsteps, and weeping. Once there was also a light sound of a bell, which was heard by all present. But when the Ghost Club investigators developed their films, they found nothing of a paranormal nature on them. 
so the enigma of the Hardy's remarkable photograph remains unsolved. If it is genuine, and most investigators believe it is, it is probably one of the best spontaneous ghost photographs ever made. In the investigation of the apparition case, the time factor may have been a significant one. Some haunting apparitions manifest themselves only at certain times. The Ghost Club conducted their vigil during nighttime hours, while Reverend Hardy had snapped his picture in the afternoon during daylight hours. Just possibly, the shrouded figures caught on the clergyman's film may have been daytime haunters. to take on a vampire game. 